Gather around friends, new and old, and welcome to Roast and Toast. We are your hosts, David and Jenny. And we, we out here, we're getting a little roasty, getting a little toasty on this fine summer day. How are you, David? What's new? Um, not a whole lot new. I had some family visiting this week, which was uh, delightful. Oh, yes. How was from that? From the U.S. Well, mm-hmm. it was it was really nice. Uh, I had to work a few days, which sucked, but, but good to spend time with my cousin and her two young boys, one of whom is my godson. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, she brought me eight packets of the Trader Joe's version of Takis, which oh, okay. is the greatest snack in the world. <laughs> it's my, it's the the best uh, chip that exists, and I absolutely love it. And it they momentaneously discontinued them, and then I think outrage ensued, and they brought them back. I don't know what happened, but I, all I know is Trader Joe's employees told me they discontinued discontinued them because i couldn't find them anywhere and then uh when they asked oh do you want and do you want us to bring you anything i was like well i would ask for the trader joe's talkies but they don't exist anymore and they said oh no they do they're back and i was like oh my god huh. bring me as much as possible that's <laughs> they brought me eight packets of it i would have honestly yeah. wanted them to fill a whole suitcase full of like just that just the carry but on I they guess, open it at the check i guess i gotta be realistic yeah exactly they're like <clears throat> are you uh bringing in any food or drink items to this to europe and they'd be like <laughs> no <laughs> nervously <laughs> scratches are you neck. talking about <laughs> yeah and no what dogs start sniffing yeah no well, i'm very happy i'm gonna be vulnerable for a second and say i've, I've never actually eaten takis before that is one snack I've somehow never tried. I actually don't like them that much. Like they're okay. Mm-hmm. The the originals. I like the but Trader, the Trader Joe's, Joe's version. Joe's talkies are the yeah, ones. Yeah, the, the originals are okay. more spicy, which I don't mind spice, but they're more spicy. The Trader Joe's ones are still spicy, but they have more lime. They're more zesty. They're more Ooh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to go to Trader Joe's. There's one on my way to oh, work, yeah. so maybe I can go check that out. While you're eating fun snacks, I'm eating colorless bland food over here because your girl just got her teeth whitened and when you get your teeth whitened if you don't know (laughs) you have to avoid eating anything colorful or fun so my last three meals have been chicken and rice uh, white rice and ranch dressing on tortillas because that's the least colorful things i can find so but my teeth are beautiful and curly white now so thanks we whiten in tempe arizona thanks very much this is not a paid promotion. Feeling good for a movie review this week. What do you think, Ooh. Jenny? Oh, absolutely. And we have chosen a delicious movie because it's right up my alley. The good old... Of course it is. Of good course old horror it is. genre up in here. At last, it's been so long since we reviewed a horror movie. The Last Voyage of the Demeter is what David and I saw this last week. Now, David, the cor- mm-hmm. keeping on and our classic tradition. Yes? I We had to, we can't just do this, the two of us. So I oh, have oh gosh, to yes. get in contact with somebody whom I know also loves horror movies. So we brought on a guest. He's also seen the movie. Um, this is David, not to be confusing. He's been on the podcast before. This is David Sampson. I'm David Hoffman. We're not the same person. I know that a lot of people think that we are. But uh, welcome, David. 
ah, yes, he ah, just figured ah. out that he was muted and uh, <laughs> I had muted him. <laughs> well, I am delighted to hear that we are in the majority this week with horror movie lovers. Welcome, David. <laughs> Ooh. Have I mis have I misrepresented you, David? Do you do love horror movies, right? I do enjoy them. Do I like You've dragged it? me to a couple at, at AMC back when I was living in the States. Oh, you, you... oh that was a good time. What oh, was yeah. the one um uh with the with the alligators? Oh, Crawl. That was crawl. such a good movie. Crawl. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> yeah, There's no reason to be that good. You haven't oh, seen was Crawl? was it really good? Well, it was okay. Well, well oh. Hoffman hated it, but me and Philip loved it. We I thought didn't it was it. so I just thought underrated. It was kind of meh. <laughs> it's like Jaws, but um, crocodiles. And it, it takes great. place in a house. Yes, it's like a hurricane happens, and, and a of course, crocodile gets inside the house. It's kind of Sharknado, but, al- but mm. al- alligator cane. Crocnado. We'll Crocnado. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that Hura-croc. sounds like a Halloween um, costume waiting Ooh, to happen. Take wow. notes, guys. If you're not going to do it, then right. I'll do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, we are get, we're talking about the wrong movie right now. We did Sorry. all see yes. the last voyage of the Demeter. Demeter, I hardly know her. Um, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. I have a summary of this movie. No, I don't. I forgot to write a summary, but that is my responsibility whenever we do a movie review. So I'm going to make this one up on the spot. Go for it. Basically, there's a ship in like 18. 18- Eight, is it the 1860s or the 18, 1890? 1897, I think, I think 1890s, was the year. yes. Mm-hmm. 1897. Yeah, let's go with it. And someone, this ship is in Bulgaria, Romania or somewhere. I think it said Romania in the opening text scroll. And then and then all of a sudden at the beginning of the movie, they were like, we're, on, we're in Bulgaria. I'm like, that's not the same thing. So they're in Bulgaria and someone Eastern drops Europe. off some, yeah, they get hired to ship some very valuable thing. They get overpaid for this thing. There's a big bonus for them as long as they deliver this to London on time. And they have like 20 something days to, to deliver this thing to London. And the, the, the guys who drop it off at the ship are too eager to get rid of it. It's weird. And then some of the locals who they get, they hire as, as helping hands on the boat. Uh, see the, the the package and the a symbol on the box, and they're like, heck no, I'm getting out of here. And anyway, so they load the stuff on the ship, and exactly they like set that. sail, and weird things start to happen. They discover a woman who they think is a stowaway, who's very sick on board, and then one by one, crew members start getting picked off. And uh, eventually it becomes clear, oh no, Dracula's on board, and he's going to kill Dracula. everybody. And they just hope that they can make it to London before they all die. We'll call that the summary. Well, well, this review shall be spoilerific. Just a heads up. If you've not seen The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Oh, and extremely. you want to uh, have a non-spoiler review. Uh, go somewhere else. The one. So go watch the movie. Come back and listen to the review if you have not seen the movie. Okay, guys. Best thing about this movie. Let's start there. Jenny. Oh, you know, I would say off the top of my head, I really enjoyed the performances in this movie. There were some major standouts, specifically Liam Cunningham as the captain. I really loved his performance. I thought it was spot on, beautiful. Just the the per, in my head, 
if I had to picture a, a sea captain in, in the situation, he just did like the perfect interpretation of it. I thought his performance was brilliant. I I I actually think his performance was the only one that I thought was was brilliant. Oh Most really? Of the, I you didn't found think very else... underwhelming, kind of just a little off. Um, and I partially I think that's on partially on the writing as well. I think the writing. Uh, this is not an original thought. This came from my girlfriend who saw this movie with me. She said the mm-hmm. writing put too much on the actors, asked them to show too much of, um, of what was happening in the movie. You know. Um, I would say the, only, the other one, yeah, the, I think the writing forced the the actors to um, like over explain the movie through acting. Oh, I 100% agree. And I was even going right. to mention this later, but since we're already talking about it, it just this there was moments in the script where I kind of felt that same thing where mm. it felt like there was so much backstory repeating going on Uh, yeah that's exactly what uh, my girlfriend nicole what she said she was like why do we need to know everyone's why they what they're gonna do with their money and like why are we humanizing characters who have like five lines in the movie you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah uh the other the other performance that was good i think was was the was uh javier botte botet boat yeah yes who uh, did dracula yeah, I thought he was good. Um, I think it's it's hard to it's hard to see that as a human being because he's got mm-hmm. so much makeup or special effects uh, going on there. But I mean, can't fault it. He was very good. Um, David, uh, best thing about the movie? Oh, best thing for the movie for me, I I loved. There were some great, genuine, like shock, shocking moments. Like especially mm-hmm. when like they, they just get burnt alive to a crisp. Like, oh yeah. Oh, I'm burning. I'm burning. Man! And you just like he's like, and and the, and for me it was like shock. Well, it was most shocking and risky, which I think worked out well for the movie. Was they did some things that are big no nos in the horror trope uh, community, like they killed the dog that you see, and you're like, oh my gosh, right. so sad. Oh, and then they did, so they, 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 yeah, and then they killed the the kid the too, kid and, too you, yeah. and you actually see him like get burned alive, and it was like shocking Wait. when like. Well, he got yes. burned dead. <laughs> well, sorry, yes. burned he dead. He got burned dead. undead. The burned undead. Other way, yeah. he got burned. He got he got burned and toasted. This is weird, but I've been wanting to talk about this too. Has anyone else noticed a trend? I mean, especially in horror movies too, but that's where I'm mostly seeing this happening. Is that child deaths are becoming they're they're appearing more on screen, especially yeah. This I mean, last it happened in months in Mithrigan as well. It happened in Which the Boogeyman too. We we reviewed Mithrigan on this podcast, and there was a yeah. child death in that movie. Well, I, usually what happens is that it's you know the child is the one that usually lives because it's the symbol of innocence and hope, and that's why it goes I had there. my doubts for a second because he the child doesn't die immediately, right? He See, yeah, no, he gets I, sick, and you're like, okay, they're gonna save the kid. Exactly. But no, exactly. He, the kid dies. <laughs> I, I I honestly thought they were gonna have it be like which would be more of the typical horror story would be to have him be the last one that survives and he's the one that's going to go and try to find Dracula at the right end. the hero's and, last act is yes. to make sure the kid gets to safety right yeah, yeah something yeah. like that and then the kid will continue on the story as he gets older yeah sort of thing. but i mean part part of the week uh, i don't know i'm getting off track here this isn't my my best thing i haven't even said my best thing yet but there was this there i had an issue with the fact that because the movie starts with 
the ship washing up on shore and there are no survivors, you kind of know that at best there's one survivor, but possibly yeah. no survivor. So you know everyone's going to die. Like uh, That kind of spoiled it a little bit for me. Well, okay, best, sorry, that, I'm, that's not my best thing. Worst well, yes, thing or what is your best thing, David? Also, what, doesn't the title spoil that for you? The Last Voyage of Demeter? I mean, Well, that just implies that the ship doesn't make it. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. My best thing about the movie is the pacing. Too often, horror movies especially, get too wrapped up in teasing you, and then they, or they don't have enough substance of monsterness to to actually spread it out through the movie, whereas this one, this horror movie, really spreads it out, and you get, you, you don't have to wait an hour and 20 minutes before you actually see the beast. The beast is in it like, like already from from like the the early in the second act, you're already seeing Dracula, and they're like they tease the his appearance a little bit, but not too much, and you get like you get a lot of horror and not like ninety minutes of anticipation, you know, which has its place. Don't get me wrong, but the pacing of this movie I thought was probably the best thing about it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first with the worst thing about this movie. This movie had some big old plot holes. Oh, did it ever. They, they keep saying that, oh, in the, early in the movie, they're like, okay, no, we can't stop because they're not really sure what's going on yet. They're like, we can't stop. We, we want to make it to London on time so we get this big bonus pay, right? That quickly disappears when shit really starts to hit the fan and they, they're like, oh, we can't, we can't make port or whatever. I'm like, don't, you don't need to go to a port, just get to land. Like he says, oh, the nearest port now is London. I'm like, France is just to the right, okay? You've Or Portugal or France or wherever, just hit land. Like the Mediterranean is quite narrow. There's a lot of land, okay? And then once you pass through the, the, the Straits of Gibraltar and you go around Portugal, and and Spain and France, like land is not that far away. You don't need a port; just hit land. Like this is stupid. <laughs> There's no reason for them to have stayed out at sea with all that crap going on. That's like yeah, that's let, just let, let the French have Dracula. Let them get yeah. Let the Dracula. French have yeah. Dracula. What a twist. No one Who cares about the French. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is is that the Dracula's on the boat and they're like, "Oh, we just got to get to London." I'm like, "But but you don't. You can just turn right a little bit and you'll hit France." Ah. I thought that was pretty dumb. That was probably that was the thing that was screaming in my brain. I'm like, "Just just go, go to land." Also, the fact that why do they keep doing things at night? Why don't you do all this weird like stop searching the boat at night, do it during the day, god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, pause, pause for, for Samson, rant. you go. Worst, th- worst thing about the movie. Oh, okay. Worst, the worst thing about the movie, I would say is that it wasn't scary at all. To me, it did not scare me one bit. It hmm. was like, and they tried faking me out at the beginning too, with all you know, the, the classic horror tropes of trying to fake out like, oh, there's a hand that's touching my shoulder and it's just a crew member. Yeah, and not dragging, like all this, if it just, and even the scary stuff wasn't scary. 
It was really? none of it was you scary. I was get, like, you, yeah. There was a couple. There was one or two jump scares that it, even got me, yeah. and it takes a no. lot to get me scared. No, it didn't I get, don't get me creeped at all. out easily. But but this thing get like at moments I was like, and I, no. and then I scootered I scootered home after the movie through a dark forest, and I was like, oh Ooh. no. <laughs> See, There's I, yeah. I wasn't scared. I think I was at most just shocked at like seeing like. Like, especially the, the burning moment I was talking about. Like, that shocked me, but it didn't scare me. It was just like, oh, my gosh. And then, but, like, scary? Not at all. For me, this was an interesting story. I really enjoyed, like, for me, it's very interesting having the story of, you know, Dracula and, like, his origin story and doing all this stuff, right? But it wasn't scary. Like, I think they could have made it actually scary. And that would have been, took it to a whole other level for me if it was actually, like, you know scary. What, you know what did give me big, big-time chills was at the very end? Where, where he's at the pub in London and uh, he sees <gasps> yes! the cane. And then there's like this weird, like flashy, like it quickly changes. Like you see like four different shots and, and like Dracula strokes his, the, his guy's neck and, and then he's gone. Like that actually, ooh, I was like, Ooh, <laughs> there's the, the scene that I, or the image that has stuck in my head is just that, that first moment where uh, I think it's Corey Hawkins. Is that the actor's name that plays the doctor? Yeah. Uh, we, we see from his point of view, the first time that he sees Dracula, he doesn't realize that it's Dracula, but it's that image of him just completely covered in shadow. And he's just still, and we know it's the audience knows it's Dracula, uh, but he's just staring at the camera, staring at Corey Hawkins, not moving. And I was like, Oh, that would actually if i saw that i would i'd be freaked out because one of those like one of my personal horror like one of the things that actually scares me is like things in the forest and you can't see there's it's yeah, just darkness it's, it's like or there's shadow so you can't like, there tell might what be it something is. there but you yes yeah. so i saw that and that was the one moment where i was like oh i'm actually scared right now this thing is actually mm. scaring me but jenny okay, Yes. Worst thing. Well, you know what? On the topic, though, unfortunately, of Dracula, I would say Dracula himself is the weakest point of this movie for me. Oh. Because, let me explain why, knowing, after kind of, I always do a little bit of research after watching a movie. I like to go through horror movie reviews. I like to research the lore or the original source material. And knowing that the original the original depiction of Dracula is that he is, he's primal. He is an animal. He's just hunting. So any sort of like depiction of Dracula is, in Hollywood especially, they really turn up the whole love factor with Dracula. Um, mm. That he falls in love with his victims before he devours them or bites them. But there was, I realized that I didn't like the amount there was a lot of emotional depictions that or in emotions or the, the journey emotional journey of this creature while he's attacking them i just i just wish it was a little less like dracula was able to talk was able to smile i wish he had just been like pure creature because that's the way he was physically like, drawn. Not, not rip, like when the guy's like saying, "Oh Lord, oh God," and and uh, Dracula's going, "Oh Lord, oh God," you know, you yeah, didn't like I, that. I I just didn't. 
it was like, shut up, Dracula, just kill him. Like, God. Can you just kill him already? <laughs> yeah, get on with it. I, it's just, I didn't need that. If he was going to be full, full Stop bat. Stop playing with your food. Full humanoid bat. It's like, why are you playing with your food? Just eat it. Aren't you hungry? See, I feel like I disagree in a way. Really? I kind of disagree too. Like, I, 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 I kind of. I, I think I kind of want the opposite. Because, like, for me, what would have been even more interesting to me is Samson like, I wants like... the love. <laughs> no, no, you want Gary Oldman. That's what you're looking for. <laughs> I love getting bit. I'm sorry. That's something you guys don't even know. Um... <laughs> did you guys ever see, sorry, did you guys ever see Dracula Dead and Loving It with Leslie Nielsen? No. No. Oh, oh, classic spoof comedy. Great. Anyway, Sad. sorry, go on, Samson. Um, but for me, like that moment at the end where we see Dracula and he's with his cane, he's in a suit and whatever. For me, I think it was, I would have, I would have enjoyed more of a version where like we see how his true form is, but as he gets more blood or whatever, he becomes more almost human-like. Um, and for me, it would have been interesting if at the end when we see his face for a brief second, instead of still looking like the disgusting teeth thing, whatever, yeah, like monster. Like for me, if if you're in the even if you're in the, at dark in the night and you're in a tavern or whatever, if I saw that, I'd be freaked out and just would you know that would be it was very far fetched for me to believe that. So I thought it'd be cool to see like oh he's more human and you but you just know by this cane and his the way he's walking that it's like oh this is Dracula oh this is the Dracula that we all know and you know that for me I was waiting for at the end if it was more human. I was waiting because they mentioned that there, at one point in the movie they say, "Oh, like he he walks like a or something. He disguises himself as a man or so." Didn't they say that at some point in the movie? So I was waiting for like them to find a a, a human man yeah. as another stowaway or something, and then that turns out to be Dracula. And I was okay. With I was that like, moment being at the I was end. confused there. They, they said that anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, we're if anything, go on to... I would have loved more of a separation of appearance between his humanoid version. I, I wanted more like Fair a clear enough. As Dracula, and you wanted him animalistic. I, yeah. I, I think that it could have been, at the very beginning, way more animalistic. And as he's feeding on the crew, it could be like slowly becoming more humanoid in a way. I don't know. But anyway, moving forward. Yeah. yeah. So half-baked, this thing is, this part of the movie was just like a little bit felt incomplete or like what were they trying to do with that? That didn't feel... Jenny, you can go first. This is the first time I'm going to be saying this on this podcast. This is the first movie that I've seen that we reviewed that has made me upset that this, the sound design or the sound mixing wasn't better. Uh, wow. Yeah, Nicole the, said very similar things. She felt like the, the, the music just tried to do too much or something there, like that. I just noticed that there was this... It just felt like the sound design was just like casually worked on and then they paid extra care to the final scene. Uh, and I, in mm. the way I'm saying that, because I know for me, I've already said too um, in previous episodes that I, do, I have, I have sound hearing issues and I can really tell that there's an issue with the sound. If I can't understand what people are saying, the, the music, there was a lot of music moments in the first two thirds of this movie where I was like, what's, I don't even know what they're saying right now. I want to be able to hear what they're saying. But then I did notice in the third act that they paid extra special attention to the way Dracula's wings travel. 
Mm. And I I noticed that like there was one moment in particular where I heard his wings travel from left to right around the ship and I could hear that very clearly in the movie theater. So I just like the, I could I appreciate all the attention to detail they did with the final scene at the final moments but i just wish yeah yeah, i just wish there was a little more attention in the beginning to make sure we heard all of the 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 setup before the action began so that's that's my opinion samson well for me half baked well i think you touched on a little bit um but for me i actually felt like it was a little too long it didn't need to be two hours and 20 minutes um, I think long? it could, yeah, it's two hours and twenty minutes. Damn. Um, and for me, I think, like you said, we didn't, we can get cut more to it, and not have all these backs, all this backstory to like the characters that only have like a few lines on on there or whatever. You know, I think that we can cut out a lot and just get more to the meat of it. You know, in, it's in, two hours in, long. It's only an hour and fifty eight minutes. I'm sorry. Hold on. Yeah, let I, me, I thought that was wrong right. right now as we speak. Let me see. Voyage of the. You don't believe me? I'm telling you, IMDb I, and I Google are telling you. me it's Here's an hour and fifty-eight or hour well, fifty-nine minutes. If he's saying it oh. must have felt like two hours and twenty minutes, therefore, well, it then is maybe, too yeah, long. maybe oh. there's something wrong with uh... maybe Movie Pass lied to me. It said it was two hours and twenty minutes, and I was like, why? But but for me, there's I guess there's a lot of moments in there that I felt like could have been shortened down. You know, take it off another yeah, fifteen minutes yeah, or whatever. That's fair. Like um, there's a whole yeah. that whole scene where they're ta- each just talking about like what they want to do with the money, and I feel like I got nothing from that scene. I was like, yeah. one dude wants to boink some girls after he buys himself a fancy coat, and I'm like, okay, that's. It. I mean, it's it. <laughs> maybe it was trying to be comedic, but it didn't make me laugh at all. Like it wasn't that funny. It just Hoffman yeah, does not anyway. approve. Um, but I, I will say this: I think that the movie would have done a lot better. Had it been named instead of the name that was given, the Last Voyage of Demeter, it should have been named Dracula: The Last Voyage of Demeter. Because for me, before I was even asked to come and you know check out the movie, I didn't even know that it was about Dracula until like I'd like, right. yes, oh, mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you know. And so for me, I think that they did themselves a disservice just box office wise. I'm not sure how well they've done yeah, or not. Yeah, but, box office but wise, it, but for sure, I think that's that's very true. It, I think that it would have been a whole different story because so many people love Dracula. It's a very niche yeah, market and people love it. But exactly, it's, you, you don't marketing. know it's Dracula. Yeah, you don't know it's Dracula until unless you see like Dracula: The Voyage of the, the Last Voyage of the Demeter. Yeah, it's like it's like whatever. if they called Avatar two, they if they just called it The Way of Water. No one would, um, yeah, it, like, it might not have been you, as big. It might not have been, it might not have caught as many eyes, you know, people wouldn't be like, oh, it's finally that second Avatar movie we were promised 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. Anyway. I, yeah. So, so I think for, that they, yeah, they did themselves a disservice with that. I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Because I didn't know, I saw Last Voyage of the Demeter, I thought it might be, oh, it's like some, whatever, some indie movie about a ship. Romance. Um, okay, my, okay, my half-baked thing is also another kind of plot hole. There's a moment where, once again, they're searching the ship for whatever beast is killing everybody, mm-hmm. and they find this box, which it's so obviously that box. It's got an emblem of a dragon on it, yep. and it's right in the middle of the cargo hold, and it's whatever. <laughs> yep. It's so obviously that box. They search like four, three or four other boxes and don't find anything, and then they look in this one. I'm like, yeah, duh, you know, and they... <laughs> and they they're doing this at night why 
I don't know. This thing keeps attacking at night. Just do it in the daytime. Do your searching in the daytime. How's that, huh? They find this thing that they that they find the cane that he you later see at the very end of the movie, and they say, "Oh, we found where the beast rests," or something. They say that line. They're like, "We found where the beast like rests," or something like Sleeps. that. And then, and I'm like, "Okay, so they're gonna do something about that during the day or or something." Like right. They know where the beast is sleeping. Go back during the day and do something about it. But no, it's never addressed again in the movie. I'm like, why? What was the what was the point of that whole scene? You you never then go back to see what like to do something to kill the beast while it's sleeping or something. Um. So so why why? Yeah, I I just I didn't understand that. That felt super. It just like it went nowhere. It was completely half baked. And that was dumb. Anyway. Uh, before I move well, on, I just want to give a shout. This is an episode of David's because David Desmalchian. Can we talk about David Desmalchian? Oh. He's, I just want to shout out to him. He's literally been in all the horror movies that I've seen in the last three months. Or every, not just that, Oppenheimer. He was in Oppenheimer. What an icon. Oh, he was too, yeah. yeah. What an icon. I, I, They were like dubbing over his his dialogue or something like he he had to read wait had to really do, I think do ADR for a lot of his scenes I noticed that big time it was a big critic early on in the movie especially when he's when they're looking for crew members uh you could totally tell that it was ADR and I was like what is up with this like I don't know interesting I wonder why yeah yeah I wonder why too all right enough of that let's uh, overall thoughts would you recommend would you see this again would you recommend it to people Samson, let's start with you. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I'd see it again. I mean, it's it like I'd, I'd give it like maybe like a seven out of ten, seven point five. Wow, that's out of 10. generous. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. There, you know, there's a couple things that, there, but it had some great moments. But you know, so I, I would, I would definitely see it again. And you know, if someone really is into Dracula, I would definitely say go check it out. Uh, I would also see this again. I think this movie is very rewatchable. I don't, however, think I needed to see it in theaters. But if I hadn't seen it in theaters, I probably wouldn't have <laughs> yeah. noticed as many things as I did. The, 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 I, I think more flaws were pre- were noticeable in the theater. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to recommend it. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. If you really want to see it in theaters, listeners, go before it's leaving. Because it's literally in the back door, last door on the right. <laughs> so just... Go do it. I would not see this movie again. It's neither my kind of movie, nor do I think it's particularly good as a as a movie on the whole. I didn't hate it as much as uh, as my girlfriend did. Uh, she Ooh. was like, she thought it was uh, just a bad movie. Oh um, man! <laughs> I thought it was okay. Like I thought it was okay. I I might recommend it if someone is super into Dracula, like Samson said. Then yeah, uh, sure, go see this movie. It's a, it's a not a traditional take on, or it's at least not a, a mainstream take on Dracula. So I think that's cool. But I don't. I think there were a lot of shortcomings: acting, writing, directing, sound wise, plot wise. <laughs> I just thought there were a lot of lot of weak points in this movie. So I wouldn't wouldn't recommend it to most, and I certainly would not see it again. But 
Jenny, do you by any chance have some fun facts for us? Oh, you always know that I do. <laughs> okay, so a little trivia on this movie. So Dracula's appearance in this movie is inspired by Count Orlock from the unauthorized adaptation named Nosferatu, which is kind of hilarious because that means that Dracula, Nosferatu, that interpretation is inspired by the original Dracula. And it's basically, the only reason why it's called Nosferatu is because they wanted to avoid copyright it when they made it. So it's basically inspired by itself, which is very funny to me. Uh, and uh, before this version, the, before Last Voyage of the Demeter premiered this year in 2023, this movie has actually been sitting in production hell for over 20 years. The first draft of this was written way wow. back in 2002. And it's been rewritten however many times. It's been passed around between... It's been passed through six different directors that we know of before finally landing on Andre Overdahl. Wow, that is a fun fact. Not so fun (laughs) for the movie, but Mm -hmm. fun to know. Wow, that's crazy. It took 20 years. Yes? There is a character on Sesame Street who is inspired by uh, Dracula. His name is the Count. Yes. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Thank you, vampire. Samson, for that one. One, one director. Ah, Anytime. Ah, ah. Two, two director. Ah, yeah, ah. two, two director. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Um, so we actually already discussed this, but despite this movie being a decent film, in my opinion, <laughs> Demeter is a box office flop. It's only made about $6.5 million Oof. in its opening weekend. Now, the internet is having a blast speculating as to why this has happened. Uh, some people are saying that it's because Barbenheimer is still heavily dominating the box office. It and truly it's affecting is like- everyone else. <laughs> Oppenheimer is still still holding IMAX theaters, despite the fact that Blue Beetle is now out. Blue Beetle is sharing my my nearest theater. Blue Beetle is sharing the IMAX showings with uh, with Oppenheimer still, which is now oh, wow. is it three, three, four weeks old or something like that. That's crazy. Some other reasons include, there's just lukewarm response from critics, and that does heavily affect uh, audience seating. Yeah. Uh, also, too, uh, David, you already covered this. Uh, this film title is massively misleading people are not able to tell this is a dracula movie and therefore people just think it's about a ship and they just have zero doesn't even sound like a horror movie really it doesn't sound Uh, like a horror movie like when i first saw the title when we did our blockbuster draft i thought last forge of the demeter i did look it up then and i saw okay horror movie about whatever but i mean i thought it was again as a period piece about some ship and you know it probably sank i guess or i don't know so yeah it's super misleading uh, one more uh, fact on this topic. Um, so I actually found out this was really interesting. There's several regions in the world that di- that's never going to get access to this movie, period. And that's heavily affecting uh, ticket sales. So this movie is never going to be is, is delayed indefinitely from being released in the UK and in India and in Spain, especially because there is a dist- UK distributor called E1. That announced it was uh, shuttering all operations. It was being sold to Lionsgate. So there was a bunch of layoffs. Um, There was a bunch of uh, political things happening uh, with those distributors. Therefore, Demeter got delayed indefinitely. So 
for all we know, there could have been at least how many more millions of dollars made in those areas because I feel like the UK would really appreciate that movie. It just, well, it's never going to be released. So they lost a bunch of money. Yeah. Well, stupid, stupid, stupid. Yep. Um, so that, that's it for our movie <laughs> review. Uh, go stupid, see this stupid, movie stupid. or don't. Yep. We can't control you. You are a free person. Uh, but there you go. You have our thoughts. Let's move on. Ah, 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 ah. Our mini segment this week is You Will Be Missed. Jenny, would you like to go first oh, or ab- second? Absolutely. Oh, actually, you know what? First. How about um, I'll go first. I'll go first. You will be missed, my green half cup measuring cup. You were so beautiful, floral detailing, but I never would have thought that attempting to scoop leftover rice out of its Tupperware would result in your destruction. So I'll gorilla glue you, but the the trauma of the event will forever serve as a reminder. You will be missed. You will be missed quality time with my girlfriend and family. With the Rugby World Cup starting soon and the NFL season also upcoming, I'm just going to be so wrapped up and invested in the excitement of sports, I'll be mostly anonymous for about two months. Quality time. You will be missed. <laughs> can relate. Looking to streamline your busy schedule? Looking for a helping hand for life's endeavors? Details by Claire is here to make your life easier. Visit www.detailsbyclaire.com to explore a wide range of services, including calendar management, website creation, and even voiceover work. Claire's attention to detail and dedication to her clients are unmatched. Don't let the game of life overwhelm you. Visit www.detailsbyclaire.com today and discover the convenience and expertise of Details by Claire. We're rejoined by David Sampson for our game section. But before we do that, uh, Jenny and I have a question for you each, David, because uh, Jenny doesn't know you at all. Oh, the yes. audience doesn't necessarily know you very well. <laughs> they forgot about even me. I could always learn something about you. Don't worry. My question's actually quite, uh, quite grounded and adult. Uh, oh, and good. I mean adult as in not... Oh, uh, adult not that kind and, of adult. Uh, not not well, that kind of adult. No, I just no, mean okay. it's mature. Gotcha. It's okay. serious. Okay. Oh, good. What My is special. your proudest professional achievement, David Sampson? Ooh. Ooh, my proudest professional achievement. I guess my proudest professional achievement would be directing, acting, producing, um, and writing my first short film, and I did all and funding my, and funding it. Yeah, yeah. All by myself. And I was able to cast it all myself. I spent a lot of money to get it made and, and it, and it did pretty well on the festival circuit. And so for me, it was really cool. Cause I've never did any of that before at all. I mean, I've acted before, but I've never directed before. I never wrote before. I never, you know, produced anything before. And so to do all, wear all this hats at the same time, especially for my first film, that was really cool. So that for me is probably it. I tell the tell the a funny story for Jenny and the listener. Um, I remember we were living together, David Sampson, when you were in the process of like reviewing your this script. You were writing it, and and uh, and you had asked me to read the script, 
and give you feedback. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do that uh, at some point. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. I'd love to read it and give you feedback. And you kept it. Oh, yeah. You still want to you still going to read my script? I was like, yeah, 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 I will for sure. <laughs> and then one day I was watching TV or something and you came up and you were like, hey, I got this um this audition. And I'm, I just I don't I don't know about the script. Can you read this and tell me if you think that the writing like if this is like a like a good script, like, do you think this, the writing's very good? And I read this thinking, okay, someone's giving you sides for the audition. So I read it and I was like, yeah, I think, I think it's good writing. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think this is a worthwhile project. Seems like it's well-written compared. Like you see a lot of uh, low budget things that are just written like trash in LA. My God. But I was like, yeah, I think this. And then you were like, ha ha, that's, that's, that's my mine. script. That's I my wrote script. it. <laughs> and I, I was my, like, I, got I was part. like, whoa, I'm so glad I liked it. <laughs> got him. Got him. I could have been like, wow, this is trash. This is, this what sucks. a piece of crap. Uh, this writer should just get out of here. Yeah, he should just give <laughs> up. Oh give, give up, up on online. writing altogether. Yes. Holy yeah. crap. That's hilarious. <laughs> Well, my I don't have as dull of a question. It's actually a very popular question I like to ask guests when I'm getting to know them for the first time. I am aware that you are a singing actor, Mr. David Sampson. So what is your go-to karaoke song? Do you like karaoke? If you do, what is it? I do love karaoke. Um, My go-to karaoke song is Tequila. Tequila! (laughs) Shut up. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's (laughs) nonsense. I think my go-to... Is see here's the thing. I've been like in a weird transition where I'm like, do I want to change my go-to song or not? Oh, that's um, a big decision. I, I know, I know. Lately, it's been. I've um, been there. I've been there. It's right now. Lately, it's been uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Holiday by Green Day. That's oh. that's kind of been my that's kind of been my go-to. Um, Very nice. Yeah, but I'm thinking about changing. I've been doing it for so long. I, I was thinking maybe Bohemian Rhapsody, but then I was like, that's too long. But it's I feel too like long want, and it's all, too all over the join, place. And... But everyone want to join in though, right? Everyone, lo- every, like when he goes As on long, in the car, everyone wants to sing. I highly against, against Bohemian Rhapsody personally because everyone joins in. I get a little peeved when someone picks Paradise by the Dashboard Light by Meatloaf. I, yeah. That mm. song is like eight minutes long. And no yeah. one knows the words. Why would you pick that? Like, yeah. why? But I guess if it's your favorite song, then yeah, go for it. Sing it. I love me some Lose Yourself by Eminem. Lose yourself in the moment. Because I'm not really much of a singer, but neither is Eminem. So that, like, that's, that's I, true. I, that's a great play. He's, he's I'm also a not a rapper, but Lose Yourself, I can manage. I can manage that. You can manage That's a crap favorite, yourself. too. Everyone will join in on yeah, that. Yeah, everyone's going to join in. It's like it's a bop. Everyone's like, yeah. Like that. Okay. Like that. They're, they're all like, yeah. Not saying the words. Wow, we love a callback. Okay, I have a game for you guys. It is horror movie related. The Jenny, this should be right up your alley. What I have is five quotes from movies. Of the horror genre. Oh, this is the real and test of the truth. There are blanks. So you want to fill in the blank. If you fill in the blank correctly, so you're gonna buzz in. If you fill in the blank correctly, you will then try to guess the movie that it's from. Oh. And if you get that, you get a bonus point. Now, if neither of you are able to fill in the blank, but one of you still has an inkling after I give you the the full quote. 
what the movie is, then you'll get a half point for that. Oh, yep. okay. interesting. Uh, are okay. we ready? Does everyone understand the, the way the points work? Yes. Sure. 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 How shall we buzz in, David? Uh, let's pick. Uh, ah. Let's pick a horror movie character, and that mm. shall be your buzzer. So, Samson, mm. uh, pick any horror movie character that can be your buzzer. So, so, like, I would be saying their name, not like what they would say. So yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Michael Myers, he would he would just be silent, and it would just, right. You could say blues. Just pick something short and easy, like oh, um, Hannibal. I don't know. Ooh, Hannibal's. You know what? I'm gonna steal it, <laughs> Hannibal. You go for it, buddy. On, Jenny, uh, you inspire in, me to recognize and remember uh, uh, William Freakin. I will not say the demon's name from The Exorcist because that invites the demon to your house. But I will say Reagan's name, Linda Reagan's. Blair's Reagan from The Exorcist. I'll say Reagan. Reagan. Okay, so we got Reagan and we got Ronald. Hannibal. <laughs> not Ronald. <laughs> He's not uh, a horror. And Jenny icon. doesn't Ronald want McDonald. the. the the what was, was it? The demon. Reagan, but... Jenny doesn't want the demons demon at her house because she's got plans tonight. It's not a yes, good time. Yes, that's okay. true. I I can't um, have right. the demon ruining my D and D session. Your exactly. <laughs> First quote: Are we ready? Buzz yes. in, yes. please. Movies don't create blank. Movies make blank more creative. This is from a horror movie. This is a popular horror movie. Yeah, it's just, yes, just a niche very much so. movie. No, it's a very popular horror movie. This this feels like a Steven Spielberg. I'll give you a clue. Movie, it's you know, from like 1996. 1996. Oh my gosh. I'll say it again. Movies yeah. don't create blank. Movies make blank more creative. Reagan. Is this Jenny? Is this from Scream? You, I need you to guess the 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 blank, not the the movie. Oh, you got to um, guess blank first. Uh I'll say movies don't make killers. They make killers more creative or something no. like that. No. Samson, any guesses? Movies don't make blank, but blank makes movies. No. Movies don't create blank. <laughs> movies make blank more creative. Is, is this is this from... Uh, see, I, I, I have no don't idea. Don't guess where I, it's I was... from. You need to guess the, okay, the missing the word. Bonus point. That's the bonus point. <laughs> I can only give you bonus points at this point. There's okay. no way I can give well, you anything else. Uh, Jenny got it wrong. David Sampson doesn't have a guess. This is I, I, movies oh. don't create psychos. Oh. Movies make psychos more creative. What oh. is this from? And this is oh. from... Um, Jenny, I'm going to give you the half point because it's from Scream. Point thing. So you said 90s. Give you my bonus. You. I only guessed cream because it's okay. They're very. Uh, they touch a lot of content on. Uh, there's a lot of. Um, what's the word for like meta discussions about movies and how they influence murderers. Right. So that's what I, I don't I think I've ever seen Scream. So there you go. I've seen Scary Movie. <laughs> there's a lot of like discussion of thing. how to die in a horror movie, and there's a very famous scene of someone describing how to avoid being killed in a horror movie. So. Mm. It's it's a it's a good one. Samson, were you gonna guess scream? No, not well. <laughs> but I'm upset about it. <laughs> All right. The opportunity. Your second quote is: "Please buzz in." I ate his liver with some fava beans. And Hannibal! Nice... Hannibal! Hannibal! I got. I heard Hannibal first. No, what? That is not ah, fine. It's from the Silence of the Lambs. That's you have to guess the missing word. I'm getting my bonus. I'm getting my bonus point first. Say the full I sentence. Even... <laughs> Did we cut you off? What is the missing word? 
What is the missing word? Do you know what the missing word is? Beans? <laughs> I, no. I didn't How do you want to say part. it? I just well, say then it all. that's the problem. <laughs> Jenny, do you know what the missing word is? Since you well, both cut me off. We both cut you off, so I'm... Uh, is it Chianti? <laughs> Chianti is the missing word. Jenny, you get the point. Jenny, what movie wow. is this from? It's from Silence of the Lambs. There Lumps. you go. And Jenny gets both points. <laughs> no! Because... What, 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 I got a half a point. No, you don't get half a point because... I said Silence of the Lambs! I know you did. You However, you, the, the, bonus point, the bonus point goes to the person who guesses... You're against me! <laughs> Damn it, Samson. If anything, I'm for you because I'm competing against Jenny in this long-term game thing. I just, I can't give you the point. Play the game the way it's supposed to be played. I gave, I gave you everything. Okay, we promise we won't cut you off. We won't cut you off. <laughs> Quote number three. It has nothing to do with blank, mama. It's me. Me. Oh, um, uh, Hannibal. Ah, Samson. Oh, gosh. Um, you should know this. I, I will say I, that. I know, I know, I know where it's from. I'm just wondering. Okay, well, just what, don't tell me where it's from yet. I need you to complete okay. the quote first. <laughs> it's uh, it's not nothing. It's not blank, Mama. It's it's it has nothing to do with blank, Mama. It's me, me. It has nothing to do with on the clock. Um, it's G- give me a guess, Samson, because we're we're. I'm about to move on. It's 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 not. Uh, it, it it's has. Not the, it's not the curse, Mama. That is no, incorrect, no. Jenny. Do you have a Ugh. guess? It has nothing to do with blank, Mama. It's uh, me, me. I I would not even be able to begin telling you what movie that's from because I don't recognize it. I I can't give a guess. I can't even think of a guess. All right. <laughs> so let's move on. All right, Samson. Uh, guys, this, uh, this is Satan. It has nothing to do with Satan, mama. It's me, me. Samson, I'm giving you the half point because you guess, uh, well. What is this from? What's it from? It's, it's, it's from Carrie. There you go. There's the half point. Oh, that, okay. I I was in, I was in Carrie the musical. Oh, is this a direct quote from, from Carrie? Uh, Yeah, sort of. Yes. Okay, well, we're going to move on to to quote number four. The score is 2.5 to Jenny to 0.5 to Samson. Quote number four. It's not the blank that's haunted. It's your Ah, son. Reagan! 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 Jenny. (laughs) It's not the house that's haunted. It's your son. Yes, correct. And the movie? Insidious, the first one, 2007 or 8. Yeah, no, I was about to 2011. Oh, okay. 11. I was going to buzz in, but I forgot who my character was. I was like, I think so did Jenny for a second there. That's two points, which means. We both had a moment of. Sorry, go keep going. This was an unfair advantage given to Jenny on this day. I will hold a grudge. Grudge. Uh, okay, well, that's a horror movie. Great, great movie. Great movie. Great we movie. have one more quote just for funsies because, Jenny, you will have won this game. <clears throat> Ready? Oh, We're going to need a bigger blank. Reagan. Available. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Samson> really. <laughs> you needed to remind yourself of what your thing was before. <laughs> the... When I said Hannibal. ready, you should have said, no, wait, hold on. <laughs> <No>. Hannibal. <laughs> Hannibal. Uh, All right. 
For passion uh, Jenny, alone, he should just take it. Jenny, no, what, what is it? <laughs> okay, it's, fair is it's fair. we're going to need a bigger boat. Yes, it's that's Jaws. correct. Six and a half points to you, Jenny. I knew you would wow. dominate this game. Well done. You just love Jenny, don't oh, yeah. you? You just love letting her beat me, okay? I meet her for the first time, you just have to listen, let her win. Listen, listen. <laughs> David's been having the winning yeah, I know. streak lately. He can't have another David have a winning streak either, can yeah. he? Yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> this town ain't big enough for the both of us, Sonny. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, game awful. over, six and a half points to 0. 0.5 points. Uh, David Sampson, thank you so much for joining us on this here episode. Um, of course. Yeah, it's been swell. And uh, do you have anything You're to swell. plug, anything to promote? Uh, your show mm. is just finished, so too late for the listener to go and see you. But yeah. anything else uh, exciting happening in your life? Um, I got another film that I'll be hopefully shooting by the end of the year. So follow me on social media and you know keep up with that. And you know, Plug you know, your socials. Where, where can we find sure. you? Sure. Uh, on Instagram, you can find me at uh, Savid underscore Damson, which is basically David Samson, but just flip the two letters. Savid underscore yeah. Damson, S A V I D underscore D A M S O S. We got it. Right. We got it. Yeah. Uh huh. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. We will find you there. Well, it was nice to officially yes. meet you, David Samson. Nice Thanks to meet you. so much I will for hold joining this us today. You. Thank you. Well, with that win, Jenny gets up to a record of 4 and 10. Still not great, but an improvement. And just ahead of Philip, who's at 3 and 10. Still a long way to catch up to me at 9 and 4. Looking strong, baby. Ooh. <laughs> Come on, that's so... Jamon. <laughs> All right, we have our signature item that we bring to the podcast every week, and that slaps that have entertained us, whether that be music or film or anything media related. But mm-hmm. this week, I have a song, and it's about time I introduce to the listeners one of my favorite French artists. We've covered New Zealand and America very heavily, but now it's time for France. Meet the artist Ben Lunkle Soul, the uncle of soul. He's a wonderful singer who has been performing for over 15 years now. And there's so many, there's so many amazing songs to choose from to dive into his content. Start with his uh, first self-titled album, his full full-length album. Uh, check out the song Soul Man. This was written in 2010, and it is an absolute banger. It's a slap. Well, for me, it's also a song, and it's another country song, and oh, the country continues uh, yeah, but on. This is on a different note. Last last year, last week was uh, like a or two weeks ago, I should say, was a sort of heartbreak song, um, and this one is "Country Girl." In parentheses, shake it for me, country oh, girl, shake it for me. Not this. By Luke Bryan. I don't know if he has any relation oh, to Zach Bryan, who was the artist from last week. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just hear this song. I know that, um, I know that it's not necessarily what you would call a song that slaps, but I think it kind of sla- like it comes on and I'm like, I can't help but like groove to it. I'm like, no, I will admit yeah. this song is very easy. The to young buck sitting in a honky tonks and the rednecks rocking till the break of dawn. Yeah, thinking that country when song. When you hear this song on, in a country on, bar, 
everyone in the room starts bopping. Oh, they it's start bopping. so good. Like, I just, I'm jamming to this song. It's it's so much fun. And that's what it is. It's a fun song. Yes. So it slaps. And uh, if you don't like that, you can bite me. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I love a collab. <laughs> <laughs> Collaborative mini seg. <laughs> Well, it's time to head to our tents. The campfire is dying down. The podcast is coming to a close. We have a few goodbyes and a few thank yous to say. First of all, to Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the music that you hear on the show. We love you guys and we thank you. Thank you to Ryan Ardell, Josh Hans, and Josh Hans for all the audio bits that you hear throughout the show. And thank you to Rudy Chalk for the graphic design work that you did for us. Uh, We love it. It's all over our socials, and we're very proud. So thank you so much for your contribution. And uh, thank you to David Sampson for coming on this episode and joining us and going to see the movie Last Voyage of the Demeter just so that he could help uh, help us review it on this uh, episode. So big thanks to Sampson. And thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in each and every week. And we hope that you recommend us to your friends. We're out everywhere. We're on uh, all the streaming platforms. We are out on Instagram, so find us on Instagram and TikTok, Roast and Toast Pod. And like I said, we're everywhere where you listen to podcasts except for Stinkin' Pandora, because screw you, Pandora. Captain, Captain, I've been hearing the sound of a roar in the cabin, below the cabin. What? That's not possible. It's bad luck to have a bear on board.